Welcome to the How Did You Get Into That podcast. Each week, we want to bring you an inspiring interview or encouraging message to help you find and do work you love. Now, here's your host, Grant Baldwin. What is up, my friends? Welcome to another episode of How Did You Get Into That? My name is Grant. It's so good to have you here with us today, wherever you're at in the world, however you may be doing. Just excited that you're joining us, that you're spending a little bit of quality time, a little QT with us. We got a great show for you today, great guests. We actually have a couple of guests that are going to be joining us today. Today, we have Mark and Lauren Grutzman. I did a, that's pretty good right there. Grutzman? I think that's German, I believe, if I remember correctly, perhaps. Anyway, so Lauren actually starts the site, started a site called I Am That Lady, which is really primarily started as kind of a a coupon blog. Like, you know, like whenever you're at the grocery store and you see that lady who's got like the, just the card catalog of coupons and you get behind her in the checkout line and she's like, now I need, I save five cents. There's my five cents off coupon. Okay. Lauren's that lady, but in a cool way, in a nice way. So she started this blog several years ago about couponing, about deals, about just uh, saving money and being more frugal with your finances, especially while raising a family. So started that, really took off after several years. We talk a lot about her, kind of her perseverance and her story of really working towards what it is today with that brand. And then her and her husband, Mark, had actually started another site called com, which is G is simpler to spell than Grutzman. Man, I just I just like saying it. It's just fun to say. Just say it with me. Grutzman? Mm. That feels nice. Feels really good. Okay. Anyway, enough of this awkwardness. So we've got a great story to share with them. If you do like their story and journey, you want to hear a little bit more of it, make sure that you download the bonus material. You don't want to miss out on that. Basically, after the interview, we hop back on the mic, record for a few more minutes. You can download that extra bonus completely for free. Simplest thing to do is if you're listening on your phone or a mobile device, at the top of your show notes there for this episode, right on your phone is a link to download that bonus material. So I would encourage you to check that out out. So let's get into it, my friends. Here's my interview with Mark and Lauren. Say it with me now. Grootman. Enjoy. What is up, my friends? Welcome to another episode of How'd You Get Into That? Today, we are joined by my friends Mark and Lauren Grootman. They've got their hands in a few different things here, but we're going to be talking about their story uh, individually and collectively and how it applies to you in your own world. So Mark, Lauren, what is up? Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Glad to be hanging out with you guys. So first of all, let's just take an overview of what your business is. I know you've got a couple of individual things and you've got something collectively here. So let's say we just met, someone just tuned into you. Tell us a little bit about who you guys are and what you do. Sure. We are money management and frugal living experts. The one brand that we have branded together is called Mark and Lauren G. And that focuses on... Which I got to jump in. That sounds like a very gangster name. Mark and Lauren G. <laughs> I like it. I like that. I got to think there's some type of strategy behind that. Well, it could have been Grootman, but people the can't questions spell it. we get with, how do you spell but that? But G so. just sounds... I just I like... A lot of people going by Grant, people call me G. So I, I, I yeah. get I like the gangster feel of it. But go yeah, ahead. Well, thank you. Well, we are pretty gangster up here. So. <laughs> you sound yeah. like it up in uh, up, upstate New York. <laughs> So that brand focuses a lot on helping couples come together and budget and just really get in tune with their finances. And we actually do that by sharing our own budget online every month. Yeah. And And uh, if you want to talk about I'm That Lady. Yeah. So IamThatLady.com is a website that I've been running for four and a half years. And that started off as a couponing blog 
and has kind of adapted more into a frugal living blog that still teaches people how to coupon and meal plan, but just overall money-saving tips for the busy mom. Gotcha, gotcha. I am that lady. I like that. Uh, I like that. How did that come to be? Where did that name come from? Yeah, so I've been teaching coupon seminars for about six years. And when the demand for those seminars got too big, you know, my friends recommended, hey, why don't you start a blog to show people what you're doing? So I was doing the dishes one night. And I was thinking, what should I call a blog? I don't even know. And I was just thinking, I'm that crazy coupon lady, like in the grocery store line that people get stuck behind and get mad at. Yeah. So I thought, I am that lady. I'm like, I am that lady. And so I went and I checked and the domain was available and uh, I purchased it right away. And the rest is history, as they say. Which that's, we always have those moments where like you're doing dishes, you're in the shower, you're driving on the road and you have that moment like, oh, I got to see if the domain's available. And you're immediately (laughs) typing it in to see if it is. So, all right, let's backtrack a little bit. Obviously, the you know the show's all about hearing people's stories and journeys of how they got into what they're doing today. So, obviously, you guys teach a lot about frugal living and personal finance and money management and couponing and all those different elements of kind of the same thing. But tell us your own kind of personal story of how this kind of came to be. Sure. So, we talk a lot about you know helping people with their finances, and the reason for that is because we weren't always great with them at all. Mm-hmm. You know, we got married early. It was twelve and a half years ago, and from the very beginning. We really didn't see eye to eye. We had completely different financial upbringings. And it just, from the very beginning, it didn't work out very well in those early years. So fast forward about four years after being married, and we had built this giant house that we couldn't afford. We were immediately underwater in that mortgage, running a deficit of about $1,000 in our monthly budget, and we were $40,000 in debt. Mm -hmm. So at that point, that was our rock bottom. We had to come together get resourceful and really learn how to manage our finances a lot better. Yeah. So when you yeah. get to that point, when you hit rock bottom, give us kind of paint the picture of what kind of debt situation you're in at that point. So currently we have four children and, but back when this was happening, we had one and just imagine this. So a young couple, so we've been married four years. So we were 20, we got married at 21. So we were 25 years old. We were living in a house that we bought as a two income family and then my job that I was doing fizzled away. And so I wasn't working anymore. So now we're down to one income. Mark's income could not support us because of the $40,000 worth of debt that we were in. That was credit cards, a little bit of student loans and a car payment. Um, And then, so, you know, week to week, we were short every single week, the money that we needed to pay our bills. And one of the things that we had to do was, I mean, we were so stressed out because we just didn't have the money. And Mark was an actuary, so like he made a good income. Yeah. But we still couldn't afford the lifestyle that we had bought our way into. You know, that whole American dream of the nice cars and the fancy house and looking like we had it all together. That was us. We were trying to play the role maybe of thinking that we needed and could afford these things even though we couldn't. Then we just hit rock bottom, and one of the things that got me into couponing was that we just didn't have the money to be spending on food. We realized we were spending about $1,000 a month on food for just the three of us because we weren't paying attention to where our money was going. Yeah. And so I learned, and we kind of sat down and did a budget for the first time and realized that if I could cut that food bill from 1000 a month down to 200 a month, then we could start, you know affording the lifestyle that we were in and maybe start to pay off some of the debt that we were in. So that's how couponing got started for us out of absolute necessity. So I fed us on $50 a week for about two to three years. Wow. 
um, to help us get out of debt. What's that like whenever you hit rock bottom? How do you know when you've got to that point? Because I think for a lot of people that may be listening to this, sometimes we find ourselves in a spot where we recognize we're not in a healthy spot, but we're kind of in this slippery slope and we just keep going down and down and down. And I know for my wife and I, we were in a similar spot of, you know, we got married pretty young. I was 20, she was 22. And we were, you know, high school sweethearts and came together with, you know, combined debt of, you know, I think it was around 30,000 or something in school loans and car loans and medical bills and credit cards and just the normal like American stuff, you know. And so for a couple of years, you just kind of live like that, knowing that, you know, the debt amount is increasing. And even though you're not really doing anything to pay it down. And so what was it for you guys that finally triggered like, we can't keep living like this. This is ridiculous. I have to do something differently. What changed for you? I think that one of the things that changed for us is we got so sick and tired of being broke all the time. Yeah. And I have the saying that, you know, when the pain of being broke is greater than the pain of saying no to yourself when you want to buy something, then you'll make a change. Yeah. And for us, it just got to the point where we were just so sick and tired of being broke all the time. And I actually had to go out and get a waitressing job during that time, too six nights a week, five or six nights a week to be able to afford just living. Right. And I was so sick of not putting my son to bed every night. Mark and I were working opposite shifts. So he was working during the day. I was working at night. We never saw each other. And we just wanted more out of life. We wanted, and the, the, actually the tagline of our Mark and Lauren G site is the simpler, happier life is because we really just strived and we really, really wanted to have this simpler, happier life that I feel like so many people dream about but can never get to. So that was really important to us. Yeah. And it seems like, you know, there's two sides of the equation. You've got the income and the expense side that every single person listening to this would have. Mm-hmm. And so it seems like in, in some ways you have to focus on both. You know, we'll, we'll talk about both sides of it where for you guys being able to cut back and being able to decrease some of the expenses and do some of the couponing that led to your business. But at the same time, also trying to figure out the income side of it. And for a lot of people that may be listening to this going, I'm, you know, I'm doing some type of job and it doesn't really do anything for me. I don't, I don't know that I want to do this, but I don't know that I'd rather be doing this. And part of the reason that so many people feel trapped is because I feel stuck in this job and it's a job that I hate, but I know that they're going to pay me next week and I have to stick around. So how did you guys kind of navigate that for yourselves of making some of those transitions and choosing what to take on or what to cut back on? Well, like Lauren said, at first it was just, we just had to get crazy just doing Mm -hmm. everything we could to cut expenses. And then, you know, we were finally able to sell our house and move back to upstate New York. And at that point, we really drastically cut our expenses a ton. And I mean, I liked my job, but, you know, I can't say I was crazy about it. Yeah. Right. So if you want to transition into sort of how we got to do what we're doing right now, just through that crazy frugal living lifestyle and just crawling out of debt and then saving up a bunch of money, we got to the point where we could really pursue a different course. And that's mm-hmm. sort of how we became entrepreneurs. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of people that find themselves in that spot of where the business that they're interested in or their new career kind of came from just life circumstances. And mm-hmm. kind of, it's not like you guys set out to become these couponing or free rural experts. It's just we happen to go through the trenches of it. And so now it makes it really easy to, to teach on that. So as you're kind of going through it, are you having friends and family and just people start coming up to you saying, hey, I noticed that you are that crazy coupon lady and mm-hmm. drives me nuts whenever I see you in the store. So are people starting to, to ask you questions about it or how are you starting to see where's the light bulb moment come from? Yeah, definitely. And honestly, you know, that's why I started I Am That Lady so long ago is because I was getting 
so much of that. How do you do this? How can you teach me? And one of the reasons why I think I've been so successful in that website is being able to really relate to where people are coming from. You know, I've been there. I've done that. I still coupon. We still budget. We're still super crazy and radical with some of the things that we do because that's our lifestyle now. And I mean, and that's one of the things I think that makes us so relatable as a couple on Mark and Lauren G too, is that, you know, we really been there. We know how to do it. We've done it. And we can really have empathy for people that are in the same situation because we've been there. You know, it's not just somebody telling them what to do because they're a financial advisor. It's, you know, we've been there. This is exactly how we got out and we can help you do it too. How long were you doing the couponing and just kind of that, just your overall frugal living and just the kind of the change of pace for you guys? How long were you doing that before you started the website, I Am That Lady? I think about a year and a half, maybe two years Okay. before I started it. But I was teaching coupon seminars, you know, during that time we lived in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I would get invited to like, you know, a mom's group to share or this church or this church. So I was kind of, you know, in doing things, even though I didn't have a blog, I was still kind of teaching people. Well, I think it's important to realize that you know you're doing it for 18 months or two years or so before you kind of get the thing going. Because sometimes it's kind of like we wait for that eureka moment where it's like, ah, oh, this is it. This is the thing I'm supposed to be doing. And sometimes it's more just kind of a gradual thing where we're doing it, we're living it, and then all of a sudden we start connecting the dots. Like, I think we might have something here. I think there may be – there's enough people asking about it. There's enough need in the marketplace that I think we could actually create something rather than just kind of waking up and just hoping to catch lightning in a bottle that, okay, I got it. This is it. This is what I'm supposed to do on just kind of a you know some random day. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that because, I mean, when Lauren started I Am That Lady, I mean, the goal was never to be making a full-time income. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think yeah. the original goal was to just, we wanted to send our, our son to a, a private school at that time. And the goal of it was just to make enough income to be able to do that. And I think for the first eight to 10 months of running I that site, didn't make site, anything. <laughs> you might have made like $100 a month here and there, but it was... It, I was working so all. much. Like I was working like 50 hours a week because I had this passion and this vision to help people, but I wasn't making any money. And I remember Mark even used to say, Lauren, why are you doing this? And I would, yeah. you know, you're taking so much away from the kids. And at that time, when I started, I'm that lady, we had two children. And I'd be like, no, I just, I feel like I can do it. Like I have a passion and I, I just want to help people. And so I didn't make anything almost that first year. Right. But <laughs> after that, Soon after that, we kind of realized, oh, you can actually make money doing this. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of cool. Yeah. And so for a couple of years, you were working crazy on I'm That Lady. I was gone at work for 12 hours a day. And that was a crazy couple of years. Yeah. And we got back to the whole idea of why we started couponing and budgeting in the first place because we wanted this simpler, happier life. And then right. with him working all the time and me running the website, I hired a lot of help to help me run the website because I just couldn't be a good mom and a good wife and do it full time. So I've had a lot of virtual assistants helping me the past like two or three years, but we went back to the whole simpler, happier life thing again. You know, Mark, do you think that we could make this work if you quit your job as an actuary to come home and work with me and we can start this new website of us together? And we prayed about it and we really felt like we could do it. 
Whenever you are starting to build the I'm That Lady brand and that site and you're having those years and those months that go by that you're spending hours and hours and hours on it for a return of a hundred bucks, which doesn't, you know, doesn't sound like it's going to make or break life. So how do you keep from getting discouraged and how do you keep from just feeling like, you know, forget it. This just isn't worth it. It's a beautiful idea, but just taking too long and I have all these other obligations and things. Because I think for a lot of people, they're just in that same boat of going... Maybe I'm working on this thing on the side and this, I see like this small, very, very, very tiny glimmer of hope. And, but at the same time, it's just taking so much time to get traction. I'm starting to ask myself, is it even worth it? So mm-hmm. how do you press through that to come out the other side? Because it's easy now to be like, oh yeah, things are, yeah, it worked out, you know, but when you're in it, how do you keep going whenever it starts to feel hopeless? Yeah, that's a great question, Grant. And I think I can't say that I didn't want to give up a few times because it was hard. I think anytime you're building any sort of business, you're going to want to feel like you want to give up. But anytime that I felt like I wanted to give up, I felt like I had to realign my vision and my goal for what I was doing. I'm a passionate person and I'm kind of like a 100% or nothing kind of person. So it's either like I do it all the way or I quit. And I just felt so passionate about what I wanted that to be, what I wanted it to you know, help. And I think if somebody is in that point, just realign with where you're going and have a very specific vision for where you want it to go. And if you don't, you know, one thing that we did, actually, we went through kind of a whole branding process with Mark and Lauren G. We really wanted to be able to reach the people that we wanted to reach. And maybe going, you know, asking people, you know, how do you see this? And that way they can give you their feedback. And then you can press into your passions a little bit more based on that feedback and get the ball rolling that way. That really helped me. You know, if I can interject too, I think that really what kept you going when you were making no money is that you were helping people. Mm -hmm. And if it went away, you knew that these people were going to be like, where'd you go? I need you. So it was really that, and that still is the vision of I'm That Lady. Yeah. It, and, and the Mark, other website too is to just you have to be focused on, on the people. Yeah, and that's always been our focus is on the people of that we're helping and and because we've been there, we know the mindset that they're in, so we can really tap into that and really you know provide things that we would have liked to have. Right, and we were in that same situation. Well, I think that passion point is so important because I think sometimes we're looking for, you know, maybe someone who, who's in a job they don't like, they're not sure what they'd rather be doing. They start something with the idea that, well, I think there's the potential here to make some good money. Therefore, let's just jump into it. And when you're not making good money or it's not going as well as you'd like, it's much easier just to throw in the towel versus it sounds like even as you're describing it, you, I can hear the passion in your voice of just like, I have to make this work. I just, yes. I'm so <laughs> passionate about it. And you just get so fired up. So because I think anytime you're building something, a business or a little side hustle or, or a hobby or whatever it is, there comes a time where it, it's just work. You know, when you're getting started, that's the fun part. You know, you're getting it going. But there comes a point where it's just like, man, do I got to do this again today? And if you're not passionate about it, then it's really easy to be like, this just isn't worth it anymore versus feeling like I have to figure this out. There's people out there that need me. I, mm-hmm. I got to keep providing and putting out good content and taking care of this audience that I'm building. It sounds like that's kind of the place you're at. Yeah. Right. I mean, and if your passion is always just to, to make money, you know, it's going to be very easy to get discouraged. Mm-hmm. Right. Because sometimes it's just not going to be there, especially in those early stages. So I think it's important to have your passion be something else. And, you know, hopefully if it's something that there's a big enough demand for, the money will follow. Right. 
Whenever you're building I'm That Lady, or how long have you been doing it now? Would you say it was? It'll be five years in May. How long have you been doing it full time? Well, let me think. Mark quit his job in January of 2014. So he's been home with me working full time, but I was doing it full time the past three years. Yeah. So the past three years. If you don't mind me asking, like the I'm that lady site, where does most of the revenue come from for you today? Uh, it comes from a variety of different resources, ad networks mostly. We do also have a few products. We have a few ebooks and we also sell meal plans to help busy moms, you know, be able to feed their families affordably. We sell those. So, and we've also kind of had a revenue shift in the past, actually just a few months. We used to post a lot of online deals and make a lot of money off of affiliate commissions, but mm -hmm. it got to the point where I wasn't passionate about that anymore. And I just saw it as filling, you know, I want to help people save money. And then I felt like it was against my brand values to be helping people spend money on all of these affiliate deals. So gotcha. we decided to make a big decision and, you know, cut our income down drastically and just take away the deals Gotcha. because it didn't align with our passion anymore. So we kind of have taken the reins back a little bit and said, you know what? We don't care about the affiliate commission. We want to really provide more value and content to our readers. So it's kind of changed in the past few months. So, I mean, so it's good that, you know, you brought up this point about passion because it's really just recently that we've decided to sort of get back to what our original passion was about the site. Mm-hmm. How do you balance that though? Because it's kind of that thing of where like, I'm passionate about it. And so I want to do, you know, I want to kind of follow my heart whenever I'm creating this thing. But at the same time, like I have all these kids I got to feed and <laughs> I want to like eat and live indoors. And so I have like these financial responsibilities and I've got this income source. It's not like it's bad or it's unethical or anything, but, right. it, but I get what you're saying that it's just starting to feel like, I don't know if this aligns or not, but it's working yeah. for you. So how do you make that decision to pull the plug that's already working in your business and kind of cutting a you know, what I assume would be a decent revenue stream for you. Well, it wasn't an easy decision. I'll, I'll say that. It's really been something that we had been thinking and praying about for probably well over a year. Yeah. You know, Lauren's heart with posting the deals, it really just hadn't been her heart for a long time. And so I'm a spreadsheet numbers guy and she's like, honey, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, is there any way we can do this? And, you know, it finally got to a point where we really felt comfortable, you know, I think maybe we can make this thing work without having all that affiliate income. But one thing that we did is we made sure that we tried to replace the income with something else. Before we made before the decision. Before we made the decision. So the meal plans and the ebooks that we sell, you know, we sell a pretty good amount of them. So we were able to kind of, you know, work up the commission. I don't want to say replace some of the money with those to feel a little bit more comfortable. But, you know, if it was up to me, I would have just stopped one day and not told anybody and just been like, I'm not doing it. But <laughs> that's not the best business decision. So thankfully, Mark is here to like rein me in and say, no, let's like strategically, you know, do some things to help people more, like helping them feed their family for like $150 a month. Let that adds more value right. to them in their life right. than it's, these online deals they shouldn't be buying anyway. It's got to be a... You know, it's a it's a very careful mix of following your heart and also being making a smart business decision. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Okay, let me ask you this. So you guys are you're building I'm that lady and Mark, you've got a full time job and you're kind of just helping on the side. At what point did you decide to I know you said it was about a year ago that you decided to jump on board, but what was it that triggered that or kind of got to the point where it's like, I think we have enough coming in or we have enough going on that we can support both of us working full time on this business? 
Well, the thing that led to me deciding to quit my job, her name is Abby. She's <laughs> our fourth child. And yeah, you gave birth in the summer of 2013. And you know, I, I say Abby because it was, it was really a life decision that made us decide to go this route. Life just got crazy. And it was at that point after we had our fourth child that we really started to think, you know, maybe we've gotten ourselves to a point where we can actually do this. So Mm -hmm. we took a couple months, looked at some numbers, and we saw how much money we had saved up. And we decided to just make the jump and do it Mm -hmm. to really allow us to have that lifestyle that, that we wanted because we really couldn't do what we were doing. So whenever you left your career position, Mark, were you just coming in to support Lauren on the on that lady stuff? Or were you, is that when you kind of started the Mark and Lauren G side? Or how did that kind of play out? Well, initially, it was just to help out on the on that lady side and sort of bring a personal finance spin to that. So it's funny. I'm glad you asked that because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's kind of how I started. I wrote a few finance articles and Lauren's readers didn't really like them a time. No, they were like, tell Mark to stop writing. I got that comment a few times. Tell so, Mark to stop writing so much. But it was still something that we both That's had good for the self-esteem. Out. Yeah. <laughs> so instead of rebranding I Am That Lady, because we thought about doing that too, we were like, you know, this is, I Am That Lady is established. We don't want to mess with that. So that's when we decided to instead just start a new brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that focus is more on the heart behind that was that we really have a strong marriage. It hasn't always been that way, but we you know, money and marriage are so intertwined that we really wanted to be able to speak to couples and help them, you know, get out of debt and change their financial futures for their family. So what started as kind of, you know, Lauren's side business builds up and now you guys are doing this thing together, not just helping busy moms and helping frugal moms, but also helping just couples in general. So what does that side of the business look like? What all is involved with that? Well, that side, it's kind of taken a different approach. So we have a podcast, uh, the Simpler Happier Life podcast. And I didn't really realize how much I was going to enjoy podcasting. I absolutely, I love it. It's probably one of the favorite things that we do. But we also had some custom financial tools developed specifically for the site. So we have probably, in our opinion, one of the best budgeting software sites out there that we had developed. It's just an easy drag and drop software to help people budget. We have debt reduction software on there and also mortgage software. And what's cool is that, you know, Mark is an actuary, so and he loves spreadsheets. So he was able to develop these spreadsheets pretty much. They're not spreadsheets. We had them developed into like web applications. But, you know, Mark took his skills of his actuarial knowledge and put those into developing these really, really um, easy tools that we had developed. So that's one of the things that we charge. It's a membership portion of the site. So you pay a few, you know, just four bucks a month. Four bucks a month to use them, and we also have budget night that we do. We actually do a live Google Hangout the last Sunday of every month mm-hmm. of us doing our own personal budget for people, and couples sit down and do it along with us, and we help walk them through things step by step. So that's been an interesting experience. You know, we talk everything specifics, like what we spend, what we give, what we eat. I mean, everything. I was just going to say that, you know, just the difference between the two sites, Mark and Lauren G, I think, is definitely more focused on community. Mm-hmm. You know, it's smaller, but we have really dedicated members. So it's awesome. Yeah. And so that's kind of differentiates it a bit from I Am That Lady. Mm-hmm. 
Gotcha. How has it been for you guys just to open, I guess, kind of peek behind the curtain there of life and just your own personal finances? Because I assume there's days where it's like, all right, I'm excited to share this and kind of a little pat on the back. And then there's other days where you're like, we didn't do so well this <laughs> month. And this is kind of embarrassing. So how has that been? Or also, why did you make that decision to start sharing some of those numbers and being so transparent? We decided to do it because I know that when we got started budgeting, it took us a while for it to actually work. And we would have loved to have a resource out there that was just showing us what they were doing. Mm -hmm. So we decided to be that resource to help other people out there. And the, you know, the response has just been awesome. But yeah, there are times where it's, it's hard to be transparent. And in fact, this morning I was just working on an article about how, you know, what to do when your budget just kind of goes haywire in the middle of the month, because yeah. that's, that happens. And right. that's what's happening right now. So we try to use those situations to instead just teach people what to do when things go wrong. Gotcha. Cool. Well, hey, I got a couple other questions for you. I'm going to save these for the bonus round. One of the things I want to ask you about is in the world of personal finance and in the world of frugal living and couponing, there is a lot of competition in that space and there's a mm -hmm. lot of sites. So what are some things that you guys can do to differentiate yourself? And not only that, just for that particular niche or space, but for a lot of people who are interested in starting you know, a blog or a podcast or doing something online or offline and wanting to get into some type of crowded space, what can we do to differentiate ourselves or stand out from the dozens of other options that may exist? So we'll talk a little bit about that in the bonus round, as well as I want to get some of your own just budgeting and personal finance tips for people that may be listening. So we will save that for the after hours here. So in the meantime, though, for people that want to check out more about you guys, where can we go? MarkandLaurenG.com. We're on Facebook mm -hmm. and Twitter. You're better at explaining the social media stuff. <laughs> well, and then the Simpler Happier Life podcast is our podcast. And then IamThatLady.com is where you can find us. We're on Twitter at IamThatLady and at Mark and Lauren G. And Facebook, kind of all over the place. And as we've established, Mark is not allowed on the I Am That Lady site, unfortunately. No. no. <laughs> Actually, he does all of our recipes. He's our recipe developer. He's just not allowed to post any <laughs> finance articles anymore. That hurts. That hurts, Mark. I, I'm giving you a virtual hug right now. All right. It's okay. I'm over it. Let, let it out. This is a safe place. Nobody's listening. So, all right, cool. Well, we, uh, we appreciate you guys sharing your story and journey. Excited to hop back on and hear a little bit more about it in our bonus round here. So we will catch you guys over there. Thanks so much, Grant. All right, there you go. Hope you enjoyed that interview with Mark and Lauren Grutzman. It's just fun to I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I don't know where it comes from. I, I apologize for my strangeness. Anyway, really good stuff there. Appreciate Mark and Lauren sharing their, their story and journey. Hey, if you did enjoy that, make sure that you download the bonus material. Again, you can just within your phone or mobile device there at the top of the show notes within the app where you're listening. There's a link there that you can just click on and download that, but would love for you to hang out with us. One of the things that we talk about is how do you stand out in a crowded space? Meaning, you know, Mark and Lauren, they're in a space that couponing, saving money, personal finance are they're very common topics, especially talked about online. So how do you stand out in that kind of crowded space? So we talked a lot about that, as well as just some practical steps of stopping the bleeding and getting control of your own finances. You know, they've been on both ends of the spectrum. I know for me personally, my wife and I, we've been on both ends of the spectrum as well. So love hearing Mark and Lauren's story, a little extra that they share in the bonus. So I'd, again, I'd encourage you to download that within the show notes of the episode. So, all right. Hey, as always, feel free to email me, grant grantbaldwin.com. Let me know what you're chewing on or pondering, anything that I can do to help and support you. Uh, if there's any guests that you want to hear from or people's stories that you'd like to hear, let me know. I uh, would love to do our best to get some of those people on. we got some great guests coming up in the next few weeks that I'm excited to share with you, some really cool people. So yeah. 
I dig you. I really appreciate you. It really means a lot that you're hanging out with us. And yeah, let me know anytime I can do anything for you. You, you just email me and I would love to hear from you. So, all right, that wraps up this episode, boys and girls. We will catch you uh, later this week. You're awesome. Thanks for listening to the How Did You Get Into That podcast with Grant Baldwin. Don't forget to visit grantbaldwin.com for all the show notes and links discussed in today's episode. We'll see you next time.